another opportunity, another chance to be able to declare what the Lord has said. We are say to you on, on online communities and those who are whose churches have not been able to stream live that has been listening in. We've we've had some calls and we've spoken to some people that has been listening because their church services have shut down because they don't have the means to stream live. And uh, we, we are grateful uh, for whomever responsible for technology in this day and time. God knew, God saw this day before it ever took place. I want to make sure that um, I don't leave anything out that the Lord has given me. So those of you that might be listening, I would ask that you would just uh, know to call somebody and tell them to begin to go to their Facebook Live or Sermon.net and and listen to the word and because uh, there is a word that God has given us. We thank you. Father, we bless you. We thank you. We praise you. Now, Father God, we ask that your Holy Spirit, who is the teacher, he will bring everything back to my remembrance. And, Lord, we thank you for it now. Use us for your glory, and we just praise you. We thank you, Lord God, for the word you have delivered, the word you have given. And I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen and amen. Last week uh, when I left here, I always kind of wait to hear to see what the Lord has to say. I don't... Um, as I spoke to someone before, they told me they they have to seek out God and search for a word. And sometimes I, I may do that, but most of the time I sit still and I wait to hear what the Lord has to say. And uh, immediately when I was home, uh, I wasn't long as I sat down and uh, we t- Dogs Man and I was, had been talking about the word and he was downloading to, so he would be able to go um, on uh, All Nations TV uh, the sermon that has been delivered last week that the Lord gave. And God dropped this scripture in my spirit immediately. He gave me the chapter. He gave uh, me the verses. And I was just, when, I, when that happens to me, I know that it is God. So I said immediately, I am going to, I am going to follow through what the Lord uh, is saying and has said. And we're going to do that. Now, the title this morning uh, of our message is, Oh, If Men, Oh, If Men. But before we, before we go to uh, Psalms 107, before, before we go there, uh, I want to say this to you. You know, the Bible tells us that man, there are many devices in, in the heart of man, but the counsel of the Lord, that is what will stand, and that's what will stand. And one of the things the Lord gave me, he said, before you go into Psalms 107, he said, I want you to take them to First Chronicles chapter number 21. And chapter number 21 will reveal to us, uh, mankind, what happens when someone in leadership makes bad decisions. When, when someone makes bad decisions. Uh, you're gonna see the results of it. So I want I want to I want to read this. It's First Chronicles, uh, chapter number 21, and we're talking about King, the King David. Um, he was having to to make a decision, but he made a bad decision, and that's why we need to pray for the government. And the reason being is because we want to make sure that decisions that are made are made of God and not of man. Because when it's made of man, what happens, lots of people will be affected. 
And this is the scripture, that one of the scriptures God gave me to give to the body of Christ before we go into Oh, If Men. Verse uh, 1 in chapter number 21. I'm going to begin reading verse 1. It says, And Satan stood up against Israel, and he provoked David to number Israel. He's operating in a prideful state. Man has to be very careful. Leadership has to be very careful not to operate in the spirit of pride. And verse 2 says, And David said to Joab and to the rulers of the people, Go number Israel from Bathsheba, even to Dan, and bring the number of them to me that I may know it. For whatever reason, he, he wanted to take a census. <laughs> I don't know about you all, but I received a census paper in my um, uh, mailbox few days ago and then I got a second one because I had, didn't fill out that first one and I got a second one and then the next thing I know I got a third letter that says uh, this is the law you don't have no choice so then I went online uh, Minister Fall and I went online and just took my few minutes and I went ahead and filled out the census I went ahead and filled it out took me a few minutes but anyway verse number three says and Joab answered God always has someone there that speaks for him whether or not man listens or not. It says in verse 3 in First Chronicles chapter number 21, And Joab answered the Lord, Make his people a hundred times so many more as they be. But my Lord the king, are they not all my Lord's servants? Why then doeth my Lord require this thing? Why will he be a cause of trespass to Israel? Now, verse 4 says, nevertheless, the king's word prevailed. Whose words prevail? The king's word prevailed against Joab, against good counsel. Wherefore, Joab departed and went throughout all of Israel, and he came to Jerusalem. Now, dropping down to verse number 7, verse 7 says, and God was displeased with this thing, therefore, he smote Israel. Bad decision, leadership, the king, he overrode counsel and did what he wanted to do. He wanted to take a census. He wanted to know, okay? Now, let's look at verse number 9. I'm going to read verses 9 through 17 for, to expedite time because I want to get to the other. Now, verse 9 says in, in uh, First Chronicles chapter number 21, and the Lord spake unto Gad. Gad is a um, uh, uh, disperser of good fortune. And he, said unto, and he said unto Gad, David seer, saying, Go and tell David, saying, Thus said the Lord, I offer thee three things. Choose thee one of them, that I may do it unto thee. Reason being, his decision that he made, it really upset God. Now, Verse 11 says, So Gad came to David and said unto him, Thus said the Lord, Choose thee, verse 12, either three years of famine or three months to be destroyed before thy foe, which means his enemy, while that the sword of thine enemy overtaketh thee, or else three days the sword of the Lord, even the what? Pestilence. Means he was going to send the disease. He had a choice. Now, he says, in the land, he was going to send the pestilence in the land, 
and the anger and the angel of the Lord destroying throughout all the coasts of Israel. Now, therefore, advise thyself what word I shall bring again to him that sent me. Watch verse number 13. 13 says, And David said unto Gad, which is the dispenser of good fortunes, I am in a great strait. Let me fall now into the hand of the Lord, for very great are his mercies, but let me not fall into the hand of man. So the Lord sent pestilence upon Israel, and there fell of Israel 70,000 men. 70,000 men. And God sent an angel into Jerusalem to, to destroy it. And as he was destroying, the Lord beheld, and he repented him of the evil and said to the angel that destroyed, It is enough. Stay now thine hand. And the angel of the Lord stood by the threshing floor of Ornan. Hmm. The word Ornan there means harmony. It means harmony. Bad decisions will cost. And this is what I say to the, our leaders, uh, 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 to the Congress and whomever, whoever has to make a decision about anything, make sure you have good counsel. If you don't, if you have good counsel and don't heed to good counsel, it's going to cost many more deaths than necessary. There's, the Bible says there is nothing new under the sun. What has been before, it, has, it will come again. So there's nothing new. Make sure, President Trump, whatever decision you make, that it does not cost the nation more deaths than it has to. Now, let's go to Psalms 107. Psalms 107. Oh, that men. Oh, that men. Psalms 107. Verse number 8. I'm going to take my time because I want to make sure that we get what God is saying. You know, this thing that we're fighting, this thing that we're fighting, what people fail to realize is, is spiritual. It's not really physical. It's not natural. It's spiritual. Any time we fight something that you can't see, there's a spiritual battle going on. It's spiritual. And this is what the Lord gave me. He said, Brenda, he said, nothing's going to stop until this happens. Psalms 107, looking at verse number 8. He says, oh, that men would do what? Praise the Lord for what? For his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Where are we now? We are not praising God for his goodness and his wonderful works that he has given toward mankind. Praise is very important to God. He says, oh, if men would praise. Many people are not praising that's why we're not seeing the results. And, and the Lord said this to me. He spoke this thing in my spirit, and I know it's God. He says, you have your own vaccine. He said, you have your own vaccine. I said, what do you mean, God? He said, you have your vaccine in your mouth. He said, your vaccine is praise. There's nothing that man can do out there to discover a vaccine that's going to cure you because this thing is spiritual. 
And he says, you have your own vaccine in your mouth, and your vaccine is praise. So God is saying, he said, oh, if men would just praise me for my goodness. How many of us have taken the time that has taken the time and began to praise, that has began to praise God for his goodness? Think about how many of us, even this morning when we got up, began to praise God for the breath that we drew. How many of us began to glorify God for the mere fact that we were able, that we were able to get up and begin to walk about, have mobility? How many of us has done that this morning? How many of us took the time and began to praise God for his goodness? That some of you that didn't have to and still do not have to go out and began to purchase items because God spoke that thing a while back and say, start collecting canned goods. How many of us really gave God praise for that? That was God's goodness. That was God's goodness to mankind. That was God's goodness. And then he says, for his wonderful works. How many of us are praising God for, for the wonderful work? Many people, think about it. You're sitting at home, still getting paid, some of you. Sitting at home, still getting paid. And don't have to go up and down the dangerous highway. Because, see, you could have been in an accident while you're going down the dangerous highway. See, that's a wonderful word. We, the, the, the little things God said. He said, the thing is, not until man began to praise God and glorify him for his wonderful works that this thing is going to cease. And then he said, your vaccine, thank you, Holy Spirit, is in your mouth and it is called praise. It's called praise. Can I get a hallelujah? Amen. Can I get a hallelujah? Amen. You got your vaccine. You got it. It's called praise. But coming back to the word of God, we're going to see why we're not where we need to be. Because man, mankind is not. And neither is the body of Christ. Amen. Now, let me show you how important praise is to God. Keep your place in Psalms 107 because we're coming back. Now, we want to look at St. Luke chapter number 19. St. Luke chapter number 19. St. Luke chapter number 19. Oh, if men, oh, if men would praise the Lord. Psalms, no, Luke, St. Luke chapter 19. And we're going to begin reading at verse number 37. This is when Christ has his interest and he's coming to Jerusalem. Watch what happens here in verse number 37. Verse 37, St. Luke chapter 19 says, And when he was come nigh, even now at the descent of the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples, disciples or the learners of God, they began to rejoice. And what did they do? And praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works that they had seen. How many mighty works have you seen this week and you gave God praise for it? See, sometimes it's just these small things that we don't realize. The fact that you made it back home when you left your house is enough to give God praise for it. Amen. Because there is so much going on out there. Just the fact that God has put us in his refuge. And when we go out, we are protected. It's just like we're in a bubble. 
We are in a bubble. We, we, we in honor the, the shadows of the Almighty. And so when we go from two and four, God has protected us. We, it's like we're in an incubator. And, 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 and that, 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 that noiseless pestilence that, that walketh in the darkness can't touch us. Why? Because we're under the shadow of the wings of the Almighty. We're under the shadow. Now, watch what he says. They begin to praise God uh, for his mighty works that they had seen. Verse 38 says, saying, blessed be the king that cometh in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. And some other Pharisees, Pharisees are those that wound and scatter. Some of the Pharisees, hmm, hmm. From among the multitude said unto him, Master, rebuke thy disciples. You've got some Pharisees out there that don't believe that God is still on the throne. And, and they run and they live. Amen. They, they, all they do is they wound and scatter. They have no clue what's going on. But watch God's answer to those that wound and scatter. He said, and some of the Pharisees from among the multitude said unto him, Master, rebuke thy disciples. And 40 says, and he answered, Christ, and he answered and he said unto them, I tell you that if these should hold their peace, the stones would immediately cry out. So if we don't praise God, something else will. I think just most recently this week, maybe sometime this week, that came a tornado. You know, we got to learn to praise God. Praise is, I say it again, Holy Spirit said, Praise is the, vaccine, is, is the vaccine that we need. Praise. Praise. It's in your mouth. You got your vaccine. Man can't find no cure. Man just experimenting. But the body of Christ, God says you have already have your vaccine, and it is called praise. Amen? But watch mankind. Watch mankind. Let's go back now. Let's go back to Psalms 107. Let's go back to Psalms 107. Psalms 107. <clears throat> praise. Oh, if men would praise the Lord. Oh, if mankind would praise the Lord. Now, Psalms 107. And let's look at verse number 11. Let's look at crazy. When I say crazy, mankind. Crazy. Psalms 107, verse number 11. It says this. Because they rebelled against the words of God and contempt, which means they blaspheme, they begin to despise the counsel of the Most High. I don't care who you surround yourself, you best have some counsel from God in the midst. Man, man, the natural sense of man can only deal with what they say, the facts and the data. You need people that, that, that's in tune with God and have counsel. And they can speak into you and tell you what God is saying. God says today, until man begin to praise him, we're going to continue to see what's going on. And if a bad decision is made, you're going to see a whole lot more deaths. Now listen, I'm going to, before I go, before I continue, I mean, I don't know how many of you all remember this. The same day, last Sunday, when the Lord gave me Psalms 107, Oh, with men, he also dropped a dream that he had given me. Well, I couldn't remember the number of months it had been. 
And so Dr. Manley and I, we, the other day, you know, you, you know how you're sitting around home and you're there continuously, continuously, and you decide to take a ride. So we took a ride to Newberry, Newberry, South Carolina, to, to, to see one of our uh, minister friends that always kind of work on things for the church, uh, uh, Pastor Riker. And before we left, he, he said, I want to make sure that uh, I see, see you all before we got, because we always pray before we leave. And he looked at, he had talked to Dr. Manley prior to me, and then he came to me. He said, Sister Brenda, he said, do you remember that dream that you had two years ago? Well, see, I was looking for a timeline because I couldn't remember. All I could remember was that loaf of bread costing $7. I don't know if how many of y'all remember that dream, that the loaf of bread cost $7, okay? Now, he said, you remember, Sister Brenda, he said, you said the Lord showed you two years ago People were panicking everywhere. They were just running. They were panicking. And I remember in, in the midst, uh, somehow or another, I got separated from Dr. May, and I don't know how, because it was a lot of people. But I ended up with my brother and my sister-in-law. Well, my brother now is deceased. But in the dream, it showed where we went, we went running, and we went to his home, and we went down into the lower part It's like a basement or a cellar. We went down in there. And it was right before the storm hit. When we go down, just as soon as we go down, he pulls that little lever down, the storm hit. I don't know how long we were down off in the cellar. I have no idea. I don't even remember. All I know is that when we came up out of that cellar, out of that, that, that basement type, it was real low, that when we opened the door, there was destruction everywhere destruction everywhere you could look that was destruction and i remember seeing a line it was a very long line and someone allowed me to cut in line and when i cut in line i get up to the window they had this like this little store like they used to have long long time ago that was that little window where you can look in and when we looked in there were only three loaves of bread and the price tag on that loaf of bread was $7. That was two years ago. God revealed that. That's why when God gives you a dream and you know it's God, don't be like me and forget and don't write it down. Because people keep telling me, so you need to write this step down, you need to write this step down. Well, I, I, I didn't. I didn't. I remember what really shook my mind was the, the, the $7 cost for a loaf of bread. Now, that's what got me. Because, you know, I'm talking, about, I'm talking about money. You know what I'm saying? But he's, he remembered. He, he remembered something I had shared with him two years ago. So God has been warning us for a very long time. It, it just, this thing just did not happen. So what hap- what's going to happen now? Watch, watch mankind. They began to despise the counsel of God. They began to despise the counsel of God. Dr. Manley seemed to be, every time he get on that Facebook, he gets some crazies. I said, I delete them crazies off my Facebook page. I delete them. I, I don't need no crazies. I don't need no crazies. They think that you're not in the, in the time of revelation. You know, you know they got to be crazy. We're in the last days. Amen. So now, now watch what happens now. It says this. It says um, in verse 11, we're going to read that again. Because they rebel against the words of God. And they contemn, meaning they despise or they blaspheme the counsel of the Most High. Twelve says, therefore, talking about God, he brought down their heart with labor. They fell down and there was none to help. There is nobody that can help except 
the praise that's in your mouth. You got the vaccine. Man got to learn to praise God and give him glory for his wonderful works. Now, let me show you the hard-heartedness of man. Let's go to the book of Revelations. Revelations chapter number 9. Revelations, Revelations chapter number 9. Looking at verse number 20. Yeah, verse number 20. Revelations chapter number 9, verse number 20. I want to take my time to make sure we get it. Don't want to be screaming and hollering, running around like some crazy person and all that stuff. That's, that's, that's irrelevant right now. In fact, it's irrelevant unless God tells you to do it. Amen. Revelations chapter number 9, looking at verse number 20. Verse number 20. This is what it says. After everything that had been going on in the book of Revelations, everything that was happening to man, watch verse number 20. That's where we want to key it. Verse 20 says, And the rest of the men which were not killed by these plagues yet repented not of the works of their hand. What man did? Out of everything that was going on, what man didn't do? Man did not repent, right? No, it's, it's, it says now, it says by, by these plagues, and the rest of the men which were not killed, thank you, Holy Spirit, not killed by these plagues, yet repented not of the works of their hands, that they should not worship, that, that they should not worship devils and idols of gold and silver, brass and stone and of wood which neither can see nor hear nor walk. Now, think, think about some things. I, I'm an observer. The stock market dropped, 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 until our president said he was working on something about people going back to work. What happens? Stock market shot up. Finance. When you make decisions on finances, you're going to kill the people. The Bible says they didn't repent. The reason why they didn't repent, it was all about money. Do you know how many billionaires and millionaires lost money? Do you have, have, can you even begin to imagine how much they lost? They had to do something. They had to do something. So what did they do? They gave people false hope. They gave them false hope. And when, when let me tell you something. We're going we're gonna to see the scripture too. God is the one that has allowed this plague to take place. The Bible says even, even after all that was going on and the plagues, man refused to repent. How many people still have not fallen down on their knees and surrendered to God? How many people are still in the world seeing and knowing everything that's going on? But they still caught up in their flesh and want to satisfy flesh. Show you what God said. God said man still didn't repent. Man is a fool. God said he was. Man is a fool. The Bible says all that was going on. Thank you, Holy Spirit. He said, now listen. Out of everything that was going on, and those that were not killed by the plagues, even though they saw the deaths, the plagues 
The rest of them that was left, what happened? They still did not repent. You still got folk out there still doing their own thing. Still not repenting. Oh, if men, is what God said, would praise his name. Praise him for what? For his goodness and his wonderful work. People need to start praising God. That You're talking about an antidote? You're talking about what you need? You need to start praising God. How many, just think about people that you know that's still acting a fool with everything that's going on. I'm going to tell you another dream that hopefully I don't forget that I had last week. Something's coming to the parents. You need to listen. You need to listen. Let me tell you something. The words that come through across this piece of wood, you need to listen. Because God is speaking. God is truly speaking. Bible says they still didn't repent. They worshiped the devils, their idols of gold, the civil, or worship the money. Why do you think they want you to go back to work? They worship them the money. I understand the survival. I understand that. But don't put my life at risk because you get some holes in your pocket. I understand that. So you got to see what's really going on. We got to learn to praise God. That's that's the only antidote. That's the only vaccine that we have, and it is called praise. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The enemy is a lie. He's trying to take my voice, but it, no, not not today, not today, not today. Verse twenty-one in Revelations chapter number nine. It says, "Neither repented they of their murders." nor of their sorceries, nor of their fornication, nor of their step. They still doing what they've been doing. They didn't repent. Out of everything that they've seen, out of everything that they've witnessed, they still not repenting. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I see the people praying. But listen, anybody can pray when a storm hit. Anybody can pray when a storm hit. Even the best of us was go on our knees and start calling on God. But you wait till them devils, they see when God stays his hand and he, he calls this thing to cease, but yet he's going to have to continue to do some more stuff. You're going to see just like it was in 9-11. 9-11 hit, finance, that, that, that town, them finances, everybody had a flag. People was on your job asking you, was this the end of the world? Was this the end? Was Christ coming back? Now, I mean, that they, they was on, the, uh, on Congress on the steps. You know, they, they, they were praying. They ain't got time to pray now. They're too big at bickering. bickering. They're too busy. Both sides, too busy bickering. There ain't nobody doing no praying. Ain't nobody doing no praising. Just as soon they realized, well, God ain't coming back. They went back to the old ways. You stop seeing the flags on everybody's car. People stop coming to you and say, well, what do I need to do to be saved? See, even now, that's not happening. God said, well, everything that was going on, man still did not repent. We will not, God said, we will not see the end of this until man does his job. People got to start repenting. People has to start repenting. Now, let's go to, let's go to, thank you, Holy Spirit. Let's go to Revelations chapter number 16. Revelations chapter number 16. Oh, if men. Oh, if men 
would praise the Lord for his goodness and his mighty works. Revelations chapter number 16. Hmm. Beginning at verse 8. I think that's William. Yeah. Beginning at verse number 8. Key thing is plagues and people not repenting. Verse 8 says in Revelations chapter 16, it says, And the fourth angel poured out his vial upon the sun, and power was given unto him to scorch men with fire. And men were scorched with great heat. Verse number 9, watch this. What did they do? They blasphemed the name of God. Look at the next verse. Which hath power, same verse, which hath power over these plagues. Who had the power over these plagues? What does the word say? God. God had the power over these plagues. That's the word of God. And men were scorched with great heat. They, what did, did they repent? No. What did they do? They began to blaspheme the name of God, which had power over these plagues. And they did what? Repented not to give him glory. They refused to give God glory. Even though they knew God was sending this, this, the, the, the plagues to bring them to a place of repentance, they still refused to repent and give God the glory. We, we give man too much glory. 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 They refuse to repent. I'm going to pinpoint that for a moment. I'm going to give you this dream before I forget. On Monday morning, and I got up about 5, and for whatever reason, I said, Lord, I'm, I'm just tired. I'm just sleeping because I pray. I'm praying all through the night. And so I, I lay down and, and on, on the couch, and I have this dream. And I saw, I shared this on Wednesday, I saw this husband and wife or man and woman, and they had their little child. And they want, their little child wanted to be led to Christ. She wants, to be, she wants to accept Jesus Christ as her personal Savior. And as they were there, and I, I knelt down with the little girl, and the, 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 the mom said, Oh, um, we're going to wait on our pastor to lead, lead her to Christ. My spirit shook in a dream. Tears in a dream. Tears began to run down my face. And as I walked away from them, God says, tell the parents, don't wait on no man to lead your child to Christ. You get your own child. You get your grandkids. And you lead them to Christ. Now, I don't know why he, is, he showed me that, but going to, something's going to happen with young people. I don't know what it is. And I, I God, I feel that. I remember saying to, 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 the, to the couple, I remember saying, I looked at them and I said, you don't know the burden that pastors carry. I said, you don't know the burden that we carry. 
When people, when God began to show you things before they happen, and then you don't realize at the time what's really going to happen, and then it happens, that's a weight. That's a burden. But God's saying, if you got children, and if they do not know who Jesus Christ, the responsibility is on every parent. And if your child don't know who Christ is, then grandmamas, granddaddies that do know who Jesus Christ is, you better lead them to Christ. God said, don't wait on no man. You lead your own children to Christ. Get around that table. You begin to teach them the word of God. Not what some other man is. How do you know what they're saying is correct? You go to the Bible yourself. You lead your children, your grandchildren. You lead them to Christ. That's what God said. I don't know what's going to happen with the children. But I know something is going to happen. What I don't know. But I know something is. God would not have shown me about those little kids. Those little children wanted to accept Jesus Christ and they were waiting on a man. You better get to know God for yourself. You can't get to the preacher now. You best know Christ for yourself. Lead them to Christ. You got friends, those that you know, began to lead people to Christ. Something else is going to happen. Hear, hear the Holy Spirit. Something else is going to happen. And the dream that the, the pastor shared with me from Newberry, he said, Sister Brenda, do you remember that you said that was a second wave that came through? Another wave is going to come through. God spoke that two years ago. Had no clue the man was going to bring it all back to my remembrance and give me a timeline. But God is speaking. Lead your children to Christ. And if you don't know God, you best get to know him yourself. But the responsibility is not on that man. That responsibility is not on the parents and the grandparents. Anybody that knows, knows Christ. Forget about whether they rebel or not. Listen, baby, this ain't the time here to be rebelling. Had a friend. She's probably going to listen to this message. Had a friend. Won't call no name. Had a friend this week. Just so happened, they're in shutdown. And I called them to see how they were. She had a granddaughter out of control. Decided they're going to leave home. Wasn't going to listen to nobody. Tried to help her. No. She had a little job. She thought she was big enough now to get out on. Let me tell you. Children, be careful before you shorten your days. Because you can't speak to your parent the wrong way and shorten your own days according to the word of God. That night, she's so big and grown, she said she's going to go. Before the night fell, she ended up calling 911 for her. She didn't left home. What about when the ambulance shows up, they wouldn't take her. She can't breathe. 
So they're only taking coronavirus patients. They had to call somebody else to tell them, listen, my granddaughter's real, real, real sick. She can't breathe. They send them back again. This time they take her. They take her to the hospital. And one hour before I made that call, she had just came out of danger. One hour. And I told her to dream. I told her to dream. I said, just as soon as you can talk to her, you better lead her to Christ. I said, I had to dream. But see, because of that rebellious spirit, God suffered for her to be brought down. Brought down. God suffered for her to be brought down because she was disobedient. Disobedient. Revelations, let's go back. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Revelation. Had to get that for I want to forget. Because many people are listening. You need to lead your children to Christ if they don't know Jesus Christ. Somebody said, well, I don't know how. Get in the book. He'll tell you. You confess with your mouth. Believe in your heart that God raised Jesus Christ from the dead. And he did. Thou shalt be saved. That's the word of God. It's in the book. That there is no excuse not to lead your child to Christ. And if you don't know, I guarantee your grandma know. Then maybe you need to be led too. Amen. Revelations chapter 16. Verse 10 says, because see, they repented not to give God the glory. Verse 10 says, and the fifth angel poured out his vial upon the seat of the beast. You remember Dr. Man talked about the beast last week? The beast, the S. It's more to come. It's more to come. Watch this. And his kingdom, we're talking about the beast, and his kingdom was full of darkness. And they gnawed their tongues for pain. Watch verse 11. And what did the people do? And they blasphemed the God of heaven because of their pain and their sores and repented not of their deeds. Out of all of that, out of everything, all the suffering, the pain, mankind still did not repent. They blasphemed and talked junk about God. I'm quite sure somebody probably saying, well, if, if God's in control, why ain't he stopped the coronavirus? Well, won't you get the praise in God? You, 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 you saying, oh, we need a vaccine. You got it. God said, you got the vaccine in your mouth. It is called praise. Don't wait for some man going to give you something. No. Oh, if men will praise God for his goodness. Let's go back to Psalms 107. And we're winding this thing up. Psalms 107. We're winding it up, winding down. Verse 21 says this in Psalms 107. Oh, that men would praise the Lord. For his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of God. Think about how good God been to you. It don't take much to, 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 to uh, go out and appraise because he's that good. Then verse 22 says, and, and he says, and let them sacrifice the sacrifices of 
thanksgiving. When the last time were you thankful to God for anything? Well, all I got is a can of beans. Be thankful because somebody don't even have a can. It's the simple things we have to praise God for. It says, and declare his works with rejoicing. Declare his works with rejoicing. Be excited. Rejoice of what God is doing. God is still on the throne. He's still on the throne. Verse 23 says, they that go down to the sea in the spirit realm in ships and their vessels that do business in great waters. Watch 24. These see the works of the Lord and his wonders in the deep. Only those that are spiritual can see the works of God in everything that's going on. Only those that are spiritual. He says now, he said they go down, they go down in the deep. They see the wonders in the deep. They, they see the works of God in, in, in the spirit realm. Verse 25 says, for he, talking about God, for he commandeth and raises the stormy wind which lifteth up the waves thereof. They mount up to the heaven. They go down again to the depths. Their soul is melted because of trouble. Is not man's soul melted by now because of what we call the coronavirus? <laughs> Their souls are melted. They reel to and four, verse 27. They reel to and four and stagger like a drunken man and are at their wit's end. Are they not at their wit's end trying to find a solution to the problem? And what they don't understand that the problem is spiritual. <laughs> the problem is not natural. It's spiritual. Man's heart ain't right. Man's heart is not right. You have people show up at your door that you know done done you wrong. God is just testing your heart to see if your heart is right. Now, is it easy when you really want to lay them out because of what they did? <laughs> but God said, come on, come on. You got to forgive them. He said, if you don't forgive them, I won't forgive you. That's word. That's word. God is testing every last one of us. When the last time the enemy, I'm not talking about the coronavirus. We know that's the enemy. But it's the enemy that walks in darkness. Well, some of these enemies that you see with a man's face on it, that show up at your door. And you said, get away from him. Or they call you on the phone. How many of y'all been getting these things saying, I love you, I love you. And they ain't talked to you in blue, blue moons. Heart's not right. They're scared. Listen, thank you, Holy Spirit. God said, don't come to me out of fear. Don't come to me out of fear. Come, come to me because you know who I am. And you know about the, my goodness and how much you love me and you want to be a, me to be a part of your life. Come to me that way. Do not come to me out of fear because it will not last. Because as soon as this thing passed over, we'll be back to our old way. Now. Say they two and they real two and four like a like a drunk man, and they're their wits in. And verse twenty eight says, "Then they cry unto who the Lord in their trouble, 
And he bringeth them out of that strait. No matter how big a fool we act, when we cry to God in sincerity, he will help us. He, he will help us. Verse 29 says, he maketh, now God is doing this, he maketh the storm a calm, so that the ways thereof are still. Then are they glad because they be quiet. So he bringeth them unto their desired haven. Watch 31. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Oh, if men would praise the Lord for his goodness. Think about your own personal life. Your own life. Think about the goodness of God that he's done in your own personal life. And if you fail to praise him then, now you come to an understanding what God wants from us Begin to praise him. He lives in the praises of his people. That's where God dwells. The word says he inhabits the praises of his people. This is where he lives. He lives in your praise. Oh, if men would praise the Lord. If we do our job, God will turn this thing around. But because the word of God said, out of all the plagues and everything went on, man still did not repent. So all we can do is lift it up before the Lord and ask God to stay his hand because man ain't going to repent. The word of God has declared it. Man is not going to repent. But I thank God for being under <laughs> The wings of God. Being under his wings. That word tells us in Psalms 91, every day you need to read that word. You need to declare it over your life. It says it won't even come to your dwelling. It won't even show up where you are. Because you're under the safety of God. Last thing, you have the vaccine. It's called praise. Let's give God a hand clap of praise. Amen. 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 I, I think and I praise God and I pray.